This is the Random Fandom Podcast with Brandon and Brandon. We're your hosts, Brandon and, and Brandon. And Brandon. As the name would suggest. Welcome back to our ninth recording episode. What's the proper terminology? When I think of episode, episode I think nine. of TV. It's like TV for your ears. We want to welcome you and your ears back to episode nine of Random Fandom. <laughs> and it is July 18th. It's not July. It's June 18th as of this recording, which means E3. But it depends on how, how long we take to edit this. It should be not too far after <laughs> June 18th by the time you're hearing this, which means as of yesterday, E3 just wrapped up. It's on all the gamers and geeks' minds. So we're going to get into it today. We've also got a little TV to cover, maybe some Game of Thrones very quickly because time is of the essence. And we've got other things we want to get into first. But uh, first, before we get into the meats, let's give you the potatoes. And that is our sponsors. With This would not be possible without them. So Brandon, who's on our fake sponsor list first? So we actually have something interesting today because... Well, we hope so every time. Well, yeah. I mean, in our sponsors, though, the CW, Ah. Mm. the actual CW station is is sponsoring us today. What a great network they are. Yeah. They they said, hey, we love your guys' podcast. Thanks for talking about the Flash and the Arrow, even though we kind of talk shit about them. Yeah. And... uh, and, and they were like, hey, we want you guys to plug a couple of our new shows that we have coming out. And to that, we said what? We said... F yeah. 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 <laughs> we said yeah. Um, all, it was all through text. It was weird. It was. Um, they text us, which is a weird way to ask. Well. So our first episode that we want to plug is called Two Homeless Girls, the sitcom sequel of the, of the show Two Broke Girls. So you can find out what happens... When things never quite get better for these two broke girls. Oh. Yeah. And it's and, and honestly, I know the CW is not gonna like me saying this, but if if neither of those shows ever get funny, then the actual actresses will be two broke girls pretty soon. Yep. Downward yeah. spiral. Well, and two homeless girls pretty soon. Yeah, but they make homelessness hilariousness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, homelessness God. is always funny. Yeah, absolutely. And also on the CW making its fall premiere later this year. Check out the new sitcom Vroom Mates. This hilarious new sitcom, I got to tell you all about it. I'm loving it. Me and my buddies were watching it. Close off, we're loving it. It's about <laughs> two hot rod and biker buddies who are forced to live together. But as you can imagine, it's kind of a little bit of an odd couple situation, Felix and Oscar, if you will. See how they turn an everyday home into a motor home. That's right. Critics are saying it's high revving amounts of hilarity and to make sure to wear a helmet over your knees. Because those fuel-injected jokes will have you slapping them so hard, knee slappers. Vroommates premieres this fall on the CW. Enter the promo code 10% off to get Brandon and Fandom. <laughs> no, you know how they always doing that? Like, Brandon and Fandom? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I messed that up. But you know how like when you're listening to a podcast that has sponsors, they're always trying to make it sound like they actually use the product? Right. Like, can I tell you about Squarespace? Oh, it's yeah. so easy. Stamps.com. Dollar Shave Club. Oh, so I should have been like, oh, I'm really loving this new show called Two Homeless Girls. Because nothing sounds more authentic than inauthenticity. I'm sorry, but that is not true. I've (laughs) never seen the show, nor will I. Because it doesn't exist. Well, I'll watch it for Kat Dennings. Yeah, for her Dennings. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, we want want to thank um, Sleeping Dogs for also sponsoring this podcast because we have one right underneath our feet. My 14-year-old chocolate lab is right underneath our, our desk where we're recording. And he is sleeping. So thank you, Sleeping Dog. It's yeah. the prequel to Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Which was an okay game. I like throwing people bad. in a furnace, but it got repetitive after a while. <laughs> but that's a game of the past, and it's all about games of the future. E3 has finally come and gone. The five-day affair that it was. 
That's a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> on display. And there's been coverage left and right, IGN, GameSpot, all your big... Um, Kotaku. Taco? Kotaku. Oh, yes. They were there. Um, but biggest of all, Random Fandom. Was there in spirit. <laughs> was watching it on the internet. Yeah. So we were covering it vicariously through other yeah. people's actual jobs. But we... It's not our job to talk about, but it's a pleasure to talk about some of the things we've seen. And guys, keep in mind, we're only seeing little snippets if it's a trailer or actual maybe five, ten minutes of gameplay. So is it enough to go on If the, for the things we like? I sure as hell hope so. And for the things we don't like or like, oh, that doesn't look good, they've got time. You know, nothing set in stone. So right. I think E3 is a great place to showcase your stuff, also test your waters. And it's basically, granted, they have to pay a lot of money to be there, but these big companies can afford it. But it's basically a large focus group. You can just tell by the applause or kind of lukewarm golf claps after something premieres or when that Resident Evil 7 flashes. Everyone's like, oh my God, yes, this is what we want or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't really show anything without having some sort of focus group testing ahead of time. Ahead of time. But this but, is like but the that's larger. But small scales. Yes, this is much larger. And oftentimes they will release a trailer like the Battlefield 1 trailer, for example, or a good example is the Call of Duty trailer which was the most hated video mm-hmm. on like the internet. That and Ghostbusters. But then they showed a uh, gameplay trailer of them in space. And I didn't even know it was Call of Duty when I was watching it. And I was like, this game looks legit. And then it was like Call of Duty, like, Infinite oh, Warfare. No, and I was like, whoa. It makes you want to give it, it a chance, ma- right? Exactly. So they, they were re- really smart. They used, well, I don't want to say they're really smart because they were kind of dumb by putting the trailer they did put out when they put it out on, six on months YouTube. in advance yeah um and it was not a good way to to test the waters because it became the most hated trailer but at least they learned from that and the next thing they did was show actual game flip gameplay of them in space which is what people were saying they wanted and it was great yeah but so we'll get into that if we haven't mentioned this before now we get into all things on the random fandom podcast but definitely this e3 2016 is our topic of the week Where to start, Brandon? That's what I asked you because I feel like this is like jumping in the ocean here of yeah. video games. Um, I say we, I say we kind of go over per per company. We'll look at Sony. We'll look at Ubisoft. We'll look at uh, Microsoft. Sure. Nintendo Soft. We'll look at all the <laughs> softs. We'll just we'll go down the line and look at the different things that they um, that they're going to be bringing out in the next, you know, who knows, two three years. Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of spend a little bit of time on each of them some of them that i we don't really care about maybe we can just pass by for time's sake but certain ones like i, I looking at this list here the first one on the, the sony list is long it's really long but the first one i do want to spend a little bit of time on so we'll we'll focus on some ones that we really are interested in so what did sony bring to the plate a lot this uh e3 for well, sure i think the one of the biggest things that they mentioned was the new god of war just simply titled now, is this god of war so it's not God of War 4 then? Just God of War. Because I think it's great. Um, the, the consensus on it is from what I've been reading and actually just checking out the trailers myself and some of the gameplay footage is it has a touch of emotion to it, a little story behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, Kratos isn't just ripping shit up. and he's an, he's an old man and he's got a son now. He looks badass though still. Yeah. Yeah. And this one looks like it's going to maybe bring back some God of War fans because 1, 2, and 3, absolutely. But do you remember Ascension? You know, not really. Most people don't. That was technically mm, in yeah. the uh, the catalog. 
I don't and think I even played that one. Neither did I, and I don't think a lot of people did. I think it was the lowest selling out of the all yeah. the God of War entries. So this looks like it's going to bring it back. It's not a sequel, at least on title. It's not God of War 4, but it's Well, not it a, is a sequel, though. It's him. But that's what I'm saying on title. It's God of War, God of War 2, God of War 3, God of War Ascension, right. and now it's just back to God of War. Right. So uh, on title, it's not a sequel, but I believe as far as the storyline and the characters go, who's left? Because didn't he pretty much kill the pantheon of all the gods now? Well, no. Now it's on to uh, Norse gods. Oh, very good. Yes. That's so, why he has a beard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I want to point out is this was one of those times where, because I was watching the actual Sony press conference. Yeah. So what I'm hearing when I'm watching these videos online, I'm hearing the crowd's reactions. Oh, yeah. And they were was, hyped. It was one of those situations where the, the trailer starts out with a kid playing and he gets called into a room and the person talking to him, who you assume is his father... Um, is in he's shrouded in darkness, and I thought I recognized that voice yeah. too, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. And when he when he steps into the light, you can hear There's the entire crowd gasp. go, yeah, like sure. everybody was super happy about it. And and that's kind of like I was like I felt the same way, and I was like you know what this is gonna be a big game, like just just by the reaction of the crowd, like what we were talking about earlier, how you can you can really get a feel for the success of a game based off of the excitement in the room. Yeah. And God of War had that. No doubt. And one thing to point out is that their gameplay, it keeps a lot of what made God of War popular in the first place, but it almost is taking a an Uncharted style to it, where part of the fun is actually looking at the surroundings and the graphics you know, whereas yeah, very, before that was never that much of an issue. They they did a really good job in some of the previous games to show scale where you're climbing something for days right. to defeat this big titan or whatever it was. But graphics were never really the center. It was always gameplay. And it looks like they're mixing the two in this one, which is great. Yeah, it looks like it's being true to itself, but definitely taking some next-gen privileges yeah, about it. Might as well. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to be a huge seller. Now, did we get a date for that? That I wasn't sure I on. I don't remember. But uh, there is some interactive gameplay uh, clips out there. I think they let you play the first 10 minutes of the game as as a working title anyways. Well, that's what the gameplay trailer was. Was the, was that not the first 10 minutes? Oh. Are, you saying that, are you saying they had it playable at E3? I'm not sure if they had it playable oh. at E3, but what I'm saying is I've seen clips on YouTube of slightly different sections of the game, but the oh. most popularly where you're the kid hunting or something yeah. like that. You have to go after a rabbit or a deer, and it's kind of like buck up, son, is what Kratos is telling him. Right. Now, if you remember, Kratos killed his family by accident. He right. was tricked by the gods. So if I was this kid and I had knowledge of it, I'd be like, <laughs> tread lightly around my dad, you know? Yeah. He has kind of a, a hair he, trigger. He seems like a hard father to have. Oh, yeah. It's like having John Wayne as, a, as your dad. Another game generating a lot of buzz, and I believe it's solely property of Sony, at least as of E3, uh, not only because it has Norman Reedus, but uh, Hideo Kojima's artistic direction, and one entrance he had to yeah. line up the screen like he was Jamiroquai or something. He got such something. a cool standing ovation. Oh yeah, people, people love, love him. him, and rightfully so. Uh, Death Stranding, and we're basing this solely off a two and a half minute cinematic trailer which so, shows nothing at all about the game except for that he didn't give up on norman reedus after they were never able to capitalize on silent hills the right? canceled project uh that playable trailer was awesome though for sure um what is going on in that trailer norman reedus has a c-section <laughs> and he's 
getting walked on by like an ink pad ghost. So I was explaining what the hell is going on there. I was explaining to um, Wayne, who we had on a couple of podcasts, our retro ago. gamer friend. Yeah, um, I was explaining to him this trailer, and I was like, "Oh no, it's Norman Reedus," and he wakes up on a naked on a beach, and then he sees a baby and he picks up this baby and then the baby disappears and his hands turn black and then he looks up and there's like four or five people that are floating above the ocean staring at him and then it ends and he was like what the hell and i was like pretty much i don't know i don't know that is that is the trailer and it's like what happens when you give hideo kojimo an unlimited budget and he's just like i'm just gonna fuck with this yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna create the most weirdest random thing you know what leads me to believe though on a side note that it is Daryl who dies is just things like this. Like that he has time to now go out and <laughs> do these things. I actually thought of the same thing. I almost feel like the more I see Norman yeah. Reedus outside of these uh, walking dead walls, the more I think it's him. But we'll find out in October. And wow, yeah. Talk about just a total mystery. Was, I know yeah. nothing about this game other than it's going to have definitely some artistic flair, as most Kojima games do. Well, um, even his, even, you know, Metal Gear Solid's, the actual gameplay is so it's very tight it's so um straightforward as kind of a military sneak around third person shoot kind of game but then mixed throughout this story there's weird things of uh, magic and spirits and monsters in what would normally seem like a normal military style game he's really interesting how he fuses the two yeah and so I'm really interested to see what this looks like. But. Yeah, I can't wait to find out more. But Death Stranding definitely caught a lot of people's attention. For sure. I mean, and of course, Norman Reedus has star power within the geek community. Yeah. Uh, Kojima is obviously a huge name. He's been making games for God knows how long. And the guy doesn't look like he's aging. It's like he's feeding off people's energy. Yeah. But not like in a, a carnivorous way, just like in a... a Maybe s- he is. Maybe he's Psychonaut. I think Maybe he, that's why he was let go. Psychomantis. From his past job is they were like, dude, you keep on sucking the souls of our interns and <laughs> we can't get anything done. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of losses. Kojima's here. like, they're only interns. Yeah, in Japan. Very honorable. What else did Sony unveil? Uh, so, well, they, they unveiled a lot, but one thing that we've kind of expected coming was The Last Guardian. They showed a little bit more of that. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into it. I don't but know it a lot was, about this game, so... It's like a 10 years in the making game. It's by the people who made Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. Oh, okay. Um, so this is very sought after. It's just that it's been so long in the making that people just don't know what to think of it anymore. And they teased it years ago. And now people, people are super excited about it. The fact that it hasn't come out yet, I think people's excitement is are dying a little bit. Understandable. But they showed a, another trailer, and they finally said, hey, it's going to be out in Octo- on October 25th, 2016. So I think that is raising up some of the hype. Sure. I don't think they'll ever get that peak back, but... And speaking of which, I know if a uh, franchise, depending on who you ask, but if you look at it in general, that's kind of lost some people over the years. Final Fantasy looks like it's coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. 15's been highly talked about, sought after, thinking, is this the one that really writes the ship, gets people outside of Final Fantasy excited about Final Fantasy again? Because, yeah. you know, you have the loyalists and the followers who are loved all the ones, even those lightning games or whatever, like Final Fantasy 12. 12- dash 2.57 of the penal code you know it's just got uh, like really ridiculous 0.6 repeating of course uh, of course uh yeah so this one looks and this one is going to be compatible with uh their vr system i understand yeah i, I there don't was understand a, how that's going to work there I just, was a gameplay trailer of them fighting off a monster in vr 
um, that actually lost it for me. It did not look. Yeah, I'd rather have it just didn't the look straightforward right. experience. Yeah, I think some games are going to lend well. I I think what they tried to do didn't look like it was going to work very well. But who knows? Because I've never even tried VR. So yeah, Final Fantasy 15 though looks like it's going to be the most talked about one, probably for me in my estimation since 10. Uh, 10 was a kind of a more popular and generally accepted one. The kind mm-hmm. of game that got people, like I said, who were not interested in Final Fantasy prior to that, interested or interested right. again. Yeah. Uh, 15, and it comes out soon. It's like almost here from what I understand. I think it's is it later this month or early next month. Nice. So that's why they're able to show some extended gameplay because I believe it's already signed, sealed, and just waiting to be delivered now. Uh, what about Horizon? Talk about another one that's generating a lot of buzz. Yeah, that one actually looks really interesting. I don't understand what the hell's going on. It's like prehistoric. But future tech? Well, I think it's in the future where machines have taken over and kind of destroyed humanity, and humanity is building itself back up again. But in sounds like Terminator a technological too. world, so yeah. it's really interesting. It's yeah, it's very caveman style, but then you're using technology and you're fighting giant robots. The trailer makes it look incredible, and the but gameplay again, looked good too. They I, had a gameplay trailer. Oh yeah, that's right. I did see that. Now here's the thing: I always got to get myself tempered expectations because. There's been plenty of times, and we talked about this before, where cinematic trailers look amazing, and then you're like, play the game. It's like, what? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to disqualify something immediately just on those grounds either, but always got to have a, a tempered amount of expectations with it. One of the things, though, about Horizon Zero Dawn is that most of what they're showing is gameplay, more than any cinematic trailer, which makes you feel good about the actual gameplay. Like it, it's They're confident enough to show gameplay from the beginning. Um, another one to mention is Detroit Become Human. This looks very interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to just, I think we should probably pass by this pretty quick. Um, just cause I don't know how much hype is behind this, but you're basically a cyborg named Connor trying to save a girl in a hostage situation where another cyborg has this girl holding her it hostage. Reminds me of a Blade Runner a little bit. Right. Where there's cyborgs mixed, intermixed with human in interaction and populace and the future. It, I don't know. It could be cool. They were showing how the decisions you make are going to affect outcomes in the actual hostage situation. Oh, I like that idea. um, Where, you know, if you say one thing, it means that the girl is going to die. If you you make an action, you might be able to pull the girl away, but you fall off the building with the guy, and, and so you die as well. So there's... There's a lot that goes into it. This doesn't sound like a game that's going to have a multiplayer function. Very. Oh, no, no. Nah. But And it also looks like a fairly slow game that's not very action-packed. And sometimes those can be good. But this cool one, story games. This one didn't excite me all that much. But I do want to mention one that does excite me, which is Resident Evil 7. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you that I am so hopeful for this? Like, Is that a boner right now I see? <laughs> <laughs> equivalently speaking, yeah. Can I tell you how excited I am for this? Because let's face it, the Resident Evil name... Uh, I don't know if you can hear the sleeping dog... <laughs> snoring dog the resident evil name has been dragged through the mud uh fairly or unfairly depending on who you ask but they kind of self-inflicted although i gotta say the revelation series weren't you know anything that i stood up and applauded but they kind of brought back some semblance of credibility to it but in general since resident evil 4 it's been kind of a slowly declining uh franchise especially if you follow yeah. the numerical games five yeah, five wasn't bad but six was horrible oh yeah yeah so Resident Evil 7, what the hell is going on? It I, looks so mysterious. So they said, actually, I think when I was watching that, that there was a demo out that night. There, there, Exactly. So, but, I've actually watched people play it online oh, through okay. their Let's Play channels. That looks really interesting. Uh, I don't think there's much to go on. And from what I understand, the, 
the playable demo was to, or the playable trailer, I guess, if you will, was to set a tone from what I understand. I read uh, uh, one of the uh, the game producers was interviewed at E3, and I think he was saying, if I'm misquoting him, my bad, but it was to set a tone, not necessarily a temperature of what the gameplay is going to be like, just mm. to set like the okay. atmosphere. So it's dark. It seems to be super slow. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been saying this is as close as it the franchise will ever be to getting back to its origins. I can hope for that, but with, you know, modern day technology, I understand it's going to be compatible for uh, VR. Not interested in that, but maybe, I don't know, maybe if... Uh, it could be good in VR. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's going to be first person the whole time, though, because to me that seems like it's just trying to, like, take on, I don't know. like, Outlast a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. And, but with a much higher budget, that might actually be fun. I wouldn't mind if it actually switched between perspectives, first and third, or if they, you, they let you choose, like in a lot of games nowadays. Uh, but this game looks absolutely creepy. Um, it's not monsters. Is it monsters? Does it? How closely does it follow the events of all the preceding games? Are you in Raccoon City? I mean, there's just so much mystery here. And this game comes out in a little more than six months. Uh, January 12th, I thought I saw, they said it's release date. And it was so funny. I was actually watching, um, I forget whose YouTube channel I was watching uh, for the release of this, but the screen went dark, camera pulls back, and you just hear this guy who's clearly a, a dork, but like a condescending dork. He's like, it's probably that game, The Kitchen. I played that. It sucks. You can hear him <laughs> like just like totally being like, Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, Resident Evil Seven, and you hear him clap first. Well, no, didn't it say? Didn't it say before? Before the before kitchen. the kitchen, and then you hear somebody go, "I hate that game." Yeah, <laughs> this guy's just like telling his friend and being totally condescending. <laughs> he just happens to be near a mic and doesn't know it. Yeah, that guy rules. So thank you to that guy. But yeah, this game looks really creepy. You don't know what it's about. I will say that uh, as a big Resident Evil fan, I'm always excited when I hear a Resident Evil announcement. But this one really, I hope, turns the ship in the right direction. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Speaking of Zombies, a zombie game, right, right. Uh, Days Gone, which is a new IP. It looks really awesome. Yeah, it does. It. Um, I'm not sure if I'm getting a little tired of the zombie games. Yeah. And this one doesn't seem like it's offering that much different than a lot of what we've been seeing before. But the fact I'm, that they come at you in hordes yes, makes me excited. The fact that your guns will actually knock them out pretty well. It. it, it the way that they came out, the zombies came out in a, a horde. Looks a World War Z-ish. And the way, oh, well, I was going to say, and the way that you could mow them down with your gun was like Left for Dead. True. You know? Yeah. Um, so so we'll see on that. Um, I'm not too excited. I, I, sounds like you're uh, You know, the more, more I watch some, uh, some gameplay, I think if that's any indication of what's to come, that'd be a game that I'd be interested in. But okay. again, I don't have a PlayStation. I don't have anything but a 360, but... If you get one, uh, you oh, know, yeah, of course, yeah. I'll game through you vicariously. But the one thing I do want to say, kind of a fun little pop culture reference, the very first episode of Walking Dead was titled Days Gone By, if you'll remember. Interesting. Yeah, I actually just double-checked on my Netflix, uh, and the very first episode is Days Gone By. This is called Days Gone, and uh, yeah, I'd be excited to play it if and when it comes out. Because so keep in mind, not everything we see is a for-sure thing. Games can still get canceled. Oh, absolutely. And they can get delayed for a year or more. No Man's so, Sky. Yeah, exactly. So um, then this we, then oh, we have Spider-Man. That to me came out of nowhere. Nobody, I didn't hear anybody talking about a yep. Spider-Man game previous to this. It's Insomniac, which is good awesome. news. They've got some pretty good games. But since the um, PlayStation 2, Spider-Man 2 game, 
which is great. Yeah, but there has not been a good Spider-Man. Yeah, no, game, we were harping on Resident Evil oh, yeah, for we, having yeah. some bad titles. Yeah, Spider-Man has some awful titles. And out so, there. if Insomniac can do something different, I'm totally welcoming with that with open arms. I would love to play a good quality Spider-Man game, but needless to say, I'm hesitant to. And rightfully sh- so. Yeah, jump in and 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 show my enthusiasm for a Spider-Man game. But yeah, the new gameplay looks pretty badass for sure. Yep. And we got. Um, I'm just going to go over real quickly some of the other things that were shown. Some bullet points. Some bullet points. PSV, PS4 VR was slated to release October 13th for 400 bucks. Well, yeah. Does that get you the system as well? Or is that just, no, that yeah. is, I mean, you that, have to have the system. Like a, They're going to have a bundle for sure. But, it's um, like $800 worth of hardware though. Yeah. You have both. Yeah, I know. Will it be worth it? So, well, they say, they said they'll have 50 games from here to the end of the year, which that seems crazy high, a number of sure, games for release. Sure, if you can afford 50 games even. But even that, you know, it makes me wonder. I'm like, okay, you say 50 games, but how many of them are like kind of really indie style, smaller games that maybe have a couple hours of game? Well, hopefully play? it's not like Connect. Like Connect's like, we'll have a bunch of games. Yeah, some of them didn't even freaking work. Right, and yeah. so who knows what that's going to look like, but they did show off um, a Batman VR game, which I, they didn't show any Could gameplay, cool. but it just makes you kind of go, okay, what is that going to be like? Yeah, they, see through Batman's They had something eyes. like um, Enter the Cowl or hashtag Enter the Cowl or something like that, or, and I was like, ah, that's, a, that's clever. And then they also showed the Final Fantasy VR, which I, we kind of mentioned. I think yeah. it kind of looks Doesn't a little, do much a little dumb. Doesn't do much for either of us, yeah. Uh, they also mentioned a remastered version of Crash Bandicoot, um, which had a really cool presentation, and the crowd seemed to love it. Uh, I played those, but I was never a diehard, so it doesn't quite do it for me. If they were able to maybe make a brand new Crash Bandicoot, and maybe they maybe they are working on it, um, and maybe this is to hype for that. But I'd maybe. be more excited for that than to go back to the old school ones. That's just me personally. You want to go I, back to the future. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, they mentioned a Lego Star Wars that looks fairly cool, um, but I've never been too into the Lego games. And then um, Call of Duty, which we, we kind of touched on just a little bit, but that actually got my excitement revved up again when they showed the actual gameplay, not just their cinematic trailers, actual gameplay up in space, which is what people were saying was the only thing that looked cool from the first trailer that they released. And so they were like, hey, if you think that's cool, check out the actual gameplay from it. And it got me excited. I was like, whoa, this you guys are doing well. I think this might be something fun. It hopefully will restore a lot of people's faith in this franchise. Like I said before, I haven't been interested in this franchise since Modern Warfare 2, maybe 3. Mm-hmm. It just started feeling like it's just the same thing over and over again. And hopefully it has a really strong uh, campaign for those of us who don't want to just get crushed online. Right. By camping 12-year-olds. I think they made a mistake by calling it Infinite Warfare because it just makes it sound like it's, it's the, the same thing that we've been hearing. It's just that how how do you how do you go past modern and so you call it infinite? I, I think they should have just created something completely new. Um, but that's just my opinion. Something that focused, like a name that focuses more on the space combat maybe or something like that. Yeah. Or the fact that it's some sort of future war or something. So that was uh, a quick glimpse. There was, of course, more to it, but... A quick glimpse at uh, Sony's uh, yep. time on the stage. Now, individual game studios. Oh, real, real quick though. Yeah, that's I, true. I do want to mention. To I think to everyone's surprise, they did not talk about the PlayStation Neo. 
Interesting, right? Which everybody was talk everybody was thinking that the PlayStation Neo was going to be necessary to play the PlayStation VR. Right. But I don't remember if they touched on that at all. And so how do you not mention the PlayStation Neo, but then you are mentioning PlayStation VR, which is going to be out in October. So I'm not I'm not quite sure how they play into each other, but um they they said they wanted to focus more on the games, which I think is great, and they've always done very well with just focusing on the games and not any sort of system stuff. And they said that they, I, I think it was the president of Sony, and I don't recall his name, but he said, we wanted to focus on games. We'll mention the Neo at a different conference. That'd be just hilarious if they ran out of time. And that's yeah. something as simple as that. Or they were like, I don't know where all this Neo rumors came from. We're not making shit. So what's next? Well, let's talk about individual studios and some of their presentations and what they had to offer up. Uh, Starting with, you say Ubisoft, I say Ubisoft, but we're talking about the same company, I think. You say tomato, I say go fuck yourself. (laughs) With a potato. (laughs) So, uh, the soft company. Yeah, one of the softs. U-B-I-S-O-F-T. Ghost Recon was one of the first entries they had. They Um, touched on that last year. Yeah, I'm not a big Ghost Recon fan. I think they're well-done games, especially yeah. if you like the Ghost Recon franchise. It's just nothing that really grabbed me. But uh, the newest entry is called Wildlands. Did you see the gameplay, though? It does look pretty cool. The gameplay actually looks pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. But any game where the amount of fun requires you to have three to four people to play with, like, I don't have friends. So <laughs> I always want the capability to have the same at least close to the same experience in single player as I can with three or four of my friends. Right. And this one looked like, and I could be wrong, but at least in that gameplay trailer, it looked like you had to have a full set of friends in order to make it fun. Yeah. And it's almost like the experience might be a diminished a little bit when just playing with uh, public, you know, some. Pubs. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, but I, I like when it rewards you for cooperation, but it seems like it is necessary every time to be successful at a game like this fully mic'd in fully engaged and that's sometimes hard to do yep. you know again everyone online at the same time or just anything else as far as like scheduling can be it's tough. hard yeah. yeah it really is it's just it's a joy when we can play with a friend just randomly let alone you know getting everyone together yeah it, it takes effort but then we're probably below average as far as like you know, some esport competitors or oh, something of course, like that, yeah. you know, so maybe they have better like team structure. Uh, the game that uh, Ubisoft is putting out that makes me excited the most is the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> I love that. Name. Yeah, it's a great name. Of course. The, the, st- new the South, South Park, Park game. game. Yeah. Which actually was a sleeper hit. The, uh, the stick of truth. Yeah. And had a I, lot of people uh, asking for more. I, I thought it was too slow for me. And that was sure. just my opinion. Well, I think they're going to address that in this newest one. Yeah. I really they think actually, it, the creators actually said... They were on stage, just clowning yeah. being goofballs. I love <laughs> yeah. that. But in pre- previous to them being on stage, they did mention, um, and I can't remember where I saw this, but that they created the first game, and after they created the first game, they were like, ah, oh, there's so much more that we want to do, or there's some things that we wish we could change, but the game's already released. And right. so they said this is their opportunity to make those improvements. Awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like. And that trailer was hilarious. The start of it, you think, yeah. oh, what it is looks this? like the division or something exactly. like that. Like it's made to look like every other kind of war style game. Yeah, and then Cartman's face as the coon starts flashing on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, some other games that they mentioned. We'll just go through the list real quick. Eagle Flight, and this is a VR game. A game yeah. like this probably yeah. is best served as VR. I, it I, looked really cool. I like, played flight simulators. I remember like my dad's old booted up never PC. never played an Eagle Simulator, though. No, so <laughs> yeah, let's hope that soars. Uh, Star Trek VR. Eh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, some other titles they threw out there. Um, I'm not overly familiar with these, so if you are and we're not getting into them, are bad, let us know. But there's For Honor. Yeah, that one actually looked pretty neat, but um, the the art style was nothing unique because it was just going back to some people in armor fighting each other with swords. And um, so I'm that's honorable. I'm curious to see what the gameplay is like on that. Yeah. What else do they have that they showcased? Uh, Grow up. I don't, don't remember that one. I don't remember that. I oh, know. Well. I, I know. I put it on the list. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. That one looked fun. So that looks pretty cool. Um, Blood Dragon is what um, uh, Far Cry 3's yes. uh, little spiritual successor, yeah. as they call it. Far Cry 3 had a Blood Dragon that was supposed to start out as DLC, and they were like, this is cool enough to make its own game. And I never played it, but apparently it was super fun. Yep. And I love the fact that they're taking the Blood Dragon name and applying it to something different. What I would love to see is them just take a Blood Dragon name and move it to different IPs. Yeah. And create that kind of 80 style. And I think it's a perfect combination. I love Trials and yeah. Trials Evolution. I still play Looks both fun. of those games. They were they were totally fun, still are. That could be a fun one. I don't think that's going to be busting down doors for sales or anything like that, but I think that will definitely be a fan favorite. Yep. Uh, I'm not a fan of the first Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. So let's see how they plan to redeem themselves because it was kind of like an like almost, I wouldn't say like a failure of a game, but it was just like, it was one of those things you say, it was good, but... Right, well, it had so much promise. When they originally showed gameplay from it, the graphics were so much better. And then when we saw it on our own consoles... What happened? It was so different. And yeah. so people were disappointed right from the get-go. And then also the kind of dry gameplay got old fast. I actually played through the whole thing. Horrible I liked the game. Horrible main character, too. Right. Aiden Pierce was the main character, and he was just kind of... He, was, he once again, was dry, and he had no personality to him. I like the fact that Watch Dogs 2 is taking all of the things that were bad about the first one, getting rid of them, and they're like, hey, look... We have a really cool new protagonist. And he's like part of a cast too. Right. We've got new styles of gameplay, so it doesn't feel as boring and dry. Like you're hacking everything. There's parkour in it, yeah. which is a whole new gameplay mechanic that they never really had before. So I'm I'm excited. I think this one looks really neat. I really hope this is... Uh, oh, and it's in San Francisco. It is in San Francisco. Um, so Which is near us. Which is... I work there almost every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool to see how they... Uh, ingratiate san francisco into gameplay uh, with like all the little landmarks and corks of san francisco i wonder if there would be a whole foods on every corner <laughs> or you can't <laughs> or find parking or starbucks or you won't be able to find parking anywhere there's no flat road you know all these things that frustrate us about san francisco go giants <laughs> yes something. what um, did microsoft bring to the table a lot they did once again microsoft focused they fo they have a lot of games, so I don't want to say they didn't focus on games because they did, but they focused on their new consoles, which is hopefully more about gaming and less about just family entertainment. Everyone gather around. Yeah, and they and they did. They didn't make it about that stuff much. So they focused on the Xbox One Xbox One S, which I'm assuming so stands Slims? for Slim. Yeah, which launches in August. They talked about their Xbox Project Scorpio 
which is a more powerful Xbox that it's releases to be able to do in 2000 like 4K video and yep. uh, has a better graphics processor. So the Scorpio is set to release in 2017. The nice thing is, is Xbox says you can play any game across all consoles. That's a selling which point. Which is really cool because people are worried about that you're going to separate, you know, you're going to separate your gamers in some way or you're going to make it so that if somebody bought an Xbox One, that they're going to feel that they have to get an Xbox Project Scorpio in order to play one game or another game, like any of the newer stuff. I'm not, I, I find it interesting that they mentioned the Xbox S and Project Scorpio at the same time, because then it makes, you know, people who want to get an Xbox, like you, who want to get an Xbox soon, you're going to have to decide, do I get the S now or do I wait a year and get the Scorpio? Uh, I would just go with the here and now, but I understand that's some people's dilemma. But some people are like, I don't have, I want the higher quality one. I don't have the money to buy both. Imagine so. when the, uh, the S launches. Uh, later this summer, how many refurbished original Xbox One consoles That's are going to be hitting the market for it's like, like just... hundred yep. bucks, maybe hundred and fifty, depending on who's selling it. But yeah, you're going to see a flood of those for sure. Uh, games they announced. Gears of War 4, which has already been announced, and now they're expanding on it. And that's kind of really seemed to be what they uh, tied their, you know, planted their flag on. That and uh, Halo Wars 2, mm-hmm. big uh, console exclusives. Uh, we get more of a look at Halo, uh, excuse me, at Gears of War 4. We see there's three main characters, front runner of that being uh, um, JD Phoenix. Game looks really cool. It looks very atmospheric. Um, this new enemy that you're fighting uh, called the Swarm, no longer mm. the Horde or yeah. Locust. They are the Swarm, and they're aliens, and there's new weapons. There's beautiful gameplay, and I'm just really excited. I think that's the game that's going to be uh, the catalyst for me getting an Xbox One. Yeah, you're a Gears fan. I what am. do you call them? Gear- gearheads? Gearheads, yeah. Oh really? Is that for I, real? I really think so. Oh, because I just mean. <laughs> okay, well yeah. then you're yeah you're a gearhead, so you're super excited about that. Do you have I, any thoughts about it? I mean, it looks great, and I'm sure you and I will probably play it together because it's one of the few games that have couch co-op, which I we love. The dying art, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, also, Halo Wars, two. Yeah, that was another big one for great. them. Uh, they definitely put a lot of stock in it. It's funny, I'm seeing a lot of seven this or six that or four this not a whole lot of new original titles a lot of sequels like you know resident evil 7 uh halo wars 2 gears of war 4 yeah final fantasy 15 um but dead rising 4 looks pretty cool yeah i just don't know if it's too little too late by now another zombie game that i'm just the the gameplay looks cool it looks very modern it looks very inventive but just does kind of look like the same thing over and over again how many uh what's his name frank the the main guy in uh, Dead Rising. I, think, I don't know. I think it's Frank. Um, forgive me. If I'm forgetting his last name. I think he's supposed to be back in this one. Uh, it's not Frank Castle. That's the Punisher. You're right. Ooh, the Punisher versus zombies. That would be a fun one. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Well, let's make it happen. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. So let's let's go up and down the list. Sorry, I kind of got off track here. No, it's okay. So, um, so after I, I, I'm, War 4, I'm looking forward. Well, I'm looking forward to Halo Wars too. Uh, Halo Wars 1 was actually really good. And it stepped outside of the... Right, the, and I like that because I'm tired of the normal Halo. Yeah. I'm just, it's me personally. And no, I I'm know, with you on that. I know people will, you know, Not get agree. angry at that saying, but I'm they have tired to actually of listen the first. standard Halo. And Halo 2, or Halo Wars was a great way to experience the Halo universe slightly differently. So I'm uh, And there's been some other cool uh, titles they've done. ODST was kind of fun outside bad. of the normal. So yeah, I think Halo Wars 2 is going to be uh, probably... a big entry for them uh probably later this fall i think i don't remember i i don't remember either uh, what else did we see um sea of thieves looked great 
I didn't actually catch that one. So Sea of Thieves looks like a pirate style MMO. Don't know much more about that game, but it always looks cool when you're seeing trailers or gameplay. So we'll we'll be seeing more about that, you know, and as more comes out. What's Scalebound all about? Here I'm, you know, I'm over two bound, here. People are really loving Scalebound, but I just don't get it. It almost sounds like a it's puzzle a, game to me. It's a it's a guy who is wearing Beats headphones or some crap. It it looks so stupid. And he and his dragon are going around killing things. Wait, he's wearing headphones while going around <laughs> on a dragon? Well, well, that's the thing. His headphones are like around his neck. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, another game that's uh, already been put out there slightly before E3 as far as... Uh, I think it was last E3, wasn't it? That this first came out? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Recore. I'm I'm excited for this. I think you know what the unique. trailer reminds me of, and I'm just gonna tell you, not because I'm trying to like force it to seem this way, but it reminds me a little bit of the trailer for um, Force Awakens. You know, I'm a scavenger. I have protective gear over me. I have a droid following me around. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl. I'm going into places and situations. It just yeah. kind of reminded me of Ray, just from the trailer. It's true. And uh, so it's all about regeneration. Lots of mech in this game. Trailer makes it look cool. I haven't actually seen any gameplay footage just yet. So a little more to wet my whistle for me to be excited about this one, but I know it's coming. Yeah. Uh, what, late this year, early next year? I think it was this year. Cool. So, uh, well, yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, I, record know. I could probably should have wrote, uh, wrote down some release dates. Yeah, yeah well, there's a lot to be accountable for here. Um, another one I want to touch on is Tekken, a new Tekken game. Oh, yes. I love the Tekken games. I'm oh, Tekken game rules. Especially. Not usually a fighting game person but uh the tekken ones have always been my favorite so, i can i'm with you i can make exceptions here and there for you yeah. like your, your street fighters and mortal combats along the way but yeah tekken is one of my absolute favorite franchise and i loved how i mean granted there could be something else out there but to me they were the first game that i played fighting game that i played that stepped out and did something different with tekken tag oh yeah i love Tekken. that was tag. one of my favorite tekken games and then let's just quickly go over some others um, that they that they touched on. Yeah. Um, State of Decay 2, which is another, another zombie, zombie game. <laughs> and they're, they're yeah. in right now. They are. Um, but sooner or later, they've got to just start to, no pun intended, but they've got to start to die off pretty yeah. soon because I think there's getting to be a peak of excitement. State that, of Decay wasn't bad. It, was I it, didn't think it was that great. It wasn't very memorable. This one looks like a step up, but yeah, they touched on some Minecraft stuff, Limbo stuff. Now, is Limbo going to be a remastered version just for new, next generation, or is it a new one in general? I don't. Remember. I don't know either. Yeah, um, Limbo, honestly, like I kind of watched it. Limbo and was I a put smash this hit, list though, together, though. but I I don't quite remember. If it's, it didn't stick out in my mind, it means that it's something that I was just like, okay, I'm not that excited about it. So. I hear you. Forza Horizon Three, which I'm not a racing game person, the but people, they look that beautiful. one is a very successful franchise, yeah. so I, I'm sure that will have its uh its purchases. Now, Nintendo, wow, did they have a huge announcement. And it's a good thing their announcement was huge because it's the only thing they had. Well, pretty much. They pretty showed much. some Pokemon stuff, but it, it, nothing that really captures the minds of very many people except for Legends of Zelda. Wow, this game looks awesome. I haven't remember feeling this excited for a Legend of Zelda game, I think, since back the original Twilight Princess. Yep. That's where when I saw it for the first time. I'm like, wow, this looks cool. And it looks like it's not for adults strictly, like, like rated R, but it looks like... It's not animated. It's not cutesy. It's Zelda's not... always been able to cross lines like that. Yeah, kind of. You know as where they it feels feel. to adults and kids. Now, this one looks like it's definitely going to be for the more mature gamer. But yeah, that game. Talk about another one that had a lot of people talking and yeah. writing postscript reports and whatnot. But the only problem is, is it's a Nintendo game and it's going to be strictly Nintendo. And is that one game worth taking a chance on the console? Or seeing your friend 
who has the console and going over his house and playing it. Well, don't look at me because I'm not getting the Nintendo console just for that game. Oh, okay. My, sorry. Our friend Rick might. He might. Okay, we'll yeah. go. We'll be friends with Rick again. Yeah, we'll dig it up. So let's kick on to Bethesda. Oh wow, what a great show and they oh had. Oh my god, every, dude, every year. I think the one that really got me interested the most, again, it's just a trailer, and I don't know if this is a reboot, a sequel, because there have been other preys. Oh right. yes. Yeah, but this is just strictly prey. Just yeah, and we and don't know. This if it's was rumored. People were like, "Oh, is there going to be a prey two? Because there was a prey two. And then it, what happened to it? it? They had a great showing at some, you know, at, I was probably an E three or something along those lines, maybe a Paris Games Week. I don't remember, but wherever they showed it off the first time, people said it looked great, and there was playable demos. It got people excited, and then it died off, and I'm not sure why, but because the first one was kind of a cool sleeper hit too, right? So Bethesda took hold, and and the big question became, well, okay, what the, what are they going to do? And they announced Prey, which was people thought was coming, but I think the direction they're taking Prey is different than what we all expected. Like you're going into expected. space here? And, yeah, I don't and know. You're it's an astronaut. future. You're, there's some space stuff going on. You have a bloody eye. The um, alien creatures are all this black gooish. Yeah. Gooish. This black goo. Gooey. Gooey. Gooey aliens. So that one looks interesting. Very, very interesting to see. Where, let's use a word other than interesting. That one looks very sexy sexy yeah let's sex it I up like with that one. another one that looks interesting is uh quake champions because after they took doom they remade that to everyone's surprise was quite a good game and uh people were wondering now that they have id games or what are they going to do with quake and it looks like they're really stepping that game up to be a a, a strong focus on multiplayer which if you look at doom had kind of crappy lied. multiplayer yeah. so it looks like Quake might be that multiplayer that we wanted, that arena-style multiplayer that we wanted. Kind of like the original Quake that was uh, really uh, good for the competitive mm-hmm. gaming. Yeah, I agree. Because Quake, when you think about it, it's an old franchise. But yeah, can they give it the most recent Doom treatment, bringing older properties into next-gen technology and making them relevant? Let's hope so. Uh, more Fallout editions are coming. Anything that you're excited for? Well, I mean, I'm yeah, all of it I'm excited for. But um, nothing that stood out too you know too highly yeah as far as you know when you're when you're comparing that to something like the dishonored 2 trailer i think we should focus on dishonored 2 because wow uh gonna be awesome yeah that one looks great it's something brand new corvo looks just ready to and his daughter yeah uh emily yeah i think so that sounds about right great great game originally it let you feel like you had a little bit of an open world experience but in a linear progression well which is very similar to the last one they look like they opened up the options and the powers yeah, of how to take more. care of things. So, uh, The gameplay I saw looked really cool. I'm really looking forward to that game. That yeah, one. that's going to be a huge hit later this year. Yep. Definitely yep. going to be uh, wanting to check that out. Also, are you ready to go back to Skyrim? But this time with eh. five years later's technology. five, The technology of five years later. I'm not sure. Um, I love Skyrim. It oh, was my favorite game. Pre- previous to Fallout, it was my favorite game. I just don't know if... Because I sank 400 hours into that game, and I'm not exaggerating. No, I believe you. Um, I just don't know if I want to go back to it. Uh, you know, uh, new graphics and all, but... I don't you know, know. it's going to be great, though, for no for someone, for the rare, you know, habitual gamer who just never got around to it, or it's still wrapped up in cellophane because they just never got to it, knowing that it was a time sink. Yep. They're going to get to experience it for the first time with awesome graphics. Yeah, I think uh, that's that cool. Pro- I, and, you know, when you say remastered, they might have gone back and 
had some new additions. They might have re- done some of the uh, the voice work over. You know, they which could, yeah, they kind of needed that. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they had like six voices for or six voices yeah. for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I think that's. And I don't awesome. know why all those guards are getting shot in the knee. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Uh, maybe they just took them up and lined them up one day. And it's going to be cool <laughs> to see what the Khajiit look like. You can probably yeah. see their silken hair a little better with it. And have you noticed all the Khajiit have pierced ears? They do. Go back and play that uh, game. Okay. And they all have pierced ears. They're born with pierced ears. It's part of their <laughs> trademark. This is relevant. So uh, a couple of last things. They had mentioned that Doom and Fallout 4 are going to be in VR. And I think they mentioned Fallout 4 on Vive. I don't know if Doom is the same, but um, that might be really interesting. Yeah, this was a very VR heavy. And again... Well, they have to. I mean, that's the next wave. I just don't know if I'm going to be on that, you know, well, on that I bandwagon. Mean, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like I, I can experience you have to be an free. early adopter to really get into it right now. Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, let's move on. Let's move, move on. on. Like William Shatner talks. EA. Let's the, talk about EA. You know what EA stands for? Extortion arts. Because they extort money from you. Hey, buy our game, then buy an EA league pass, and buy uh, this pass, buy this. True. But knowing but that they they're, kind of, decent games. they're kind of bullies, they have some strong entries. The new Star Wars actually VR game, the X-Wing VR, looks like it could be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not going to be on the virtual reality front line, but well, if I was, that, st- yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be something that gets me on. Wasn't that a piece of Battlefront? Or am I, I wrong? I think so. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it's Battlefront subtitle. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly 100% sure, but it got a roust in applause. I mean, you put It looked anything, cool. Yeah. It looked fun. You put anything Star Wars up on the screen at a video game conference and you assume you're going to have some crossover fans. Speaking of which, You'll... they had three Star Wars titles that they talked about. Battlefront, which we just mentioned, yeah. Old Republic, and Galaxy of Heroes. I don't know much about the, uh, uh, the last two. I mean, Old Republic is taken back to Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay. Like a, you know. It's that domain. Yeah, and so that one I'm looking forward to. Sure. Um, Did you know you were a bad guy at the end? Yeah, it's been, it's been yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. God, it's been a while. Yeah, Titanfall two. That's gonna. I be know you're mo- excited about Titanfall. Hell yeah! Um, you know, we saw the what the the trailer a few months ago. I want to say like back in like February, March. We're, oh yeah, just a pod that's just dropped and yeah. it just slowly zooms in, and, and then it, you see the arm of a titan with a sword. Yeah. See, you got excited about that. I totally didn't. I thought it was like that's a lame trailer, but. You see how the bridges are being gapped now. Then when or you the act- gaps are being bridged. Yeah, that works. Yeah. The the actual gameplay that they showed and the trailer that they showed looks fun. And, I think it looks cool and now. And do you remember what the big knock on uh, Titanfall was originally? No story mode. And looks like they're I mean they would be They fools, had to. Yeah, not to integrate uh, it. Everyone was expecting that. Yeah, for sure. And another big franchise that's getting uh, a sequel, although I don't really understand how because I thought everything was wrapped up even as crappy and as clumsy as it was at the end of three, Mass Effect yes. is out. Andromeda, I'm, which so they to me is like a... a they bat. barely showed anything on that, though. They to- I think they have very little to go on at this rate. Well, I, I mean, I don't, they're either doing one of two things. Either A, they really don't have much to show right now, and it's just everything's concept. Right. Or B, they're further along than they're la- letting off, so that maybe next year's E3, they can just say, Mass Effect Andromeda, out November. Yeah, and then, just planting the seed now. And then make everybody go crazy because they're like, oh my God, I'm so happy they, if they pull a Fallout, right yeah. what Fallout did because Fallout got a lot of praise like for that. Like fast, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So maybe that's what they're doing. I'm I not sure. I love that. But they really didn't show anything that got me excited for it, even though I love the Mass Effect games. Uh, I, I played three and despite its ending, was 
It was still I, satisfying. Still as a satisfying. Game. Yeah. It's like the series of Dexter. You know, don't hold the finale accountable for all its previous <laughs> yes, yes, work. Because it's a good. And one of the bells of the ball that was E3 this past <laughs> week. What? You've never heard that expression? No, I have. I just wouldn't. It's antiquated. I wouldn't normally use bell of the ball to describe to video describe games. a video game. Well, one of the more popular the girl, one of the more popular girls at the dance. Uh, I wouldn't use that analogy. Was an either. EA title as well. Battlefield One is getting a lot of attention, and there's. Uh, I guess they let some people play the multiplayer. Uh, or at least, you know, this version of the multiplayer, as I'm sure it's being worked on. And one of the big things that uh, I guess people are noticing and reporting on is the environment changes. It can be rainy, it can be cloudy, it can be sunny. Yep. I like that looks changing cool. weather conditions. Well, and that changes how you play. It does, and changes your strategy. Then this game looks like it's going to require a lot of strategy. a lot. And just like Battlefield, destroyable environments, you can blow up the side of a building with a, a motor fire mm-hmm. from a tank. A or, lot of players on the field in this one. Yeah. Which... From the gameplay that was shown online, it looks like that that really adds to just constant action and explosions and gunfire. I think this is going to be the year where Battlefield outsells Call of Duty. I really do. I hope so. Yeah. It'd be cool to see the crown, you know, be placed on a new head. That'd be nice. Yeah. So good job, EA. They had a very good showing. And of course, all their usual sports titles. FIFA, Madden. Yeah. Which I I just am not a sports gamer myself. But for those that are... It Huge provides yeah. their yearly installments. So. Well, FIFA especially overseas. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, we're soccer's in, way We're in the states here, but I mean, in uh, overseas, that game sells immensely well. Yeah, let's mention some of the Square Enix games okay. that are coming out. Uh, Deus Ex, of course, finally a new one since uh, Human Revolution or Evolution. Was yeah, it? Hum- we had, I think that was back in 2011. Revolution, so, I think. Yeah, so we're due for a new one. It's called Mankind Divided. This one looks fun. It looks fun. I love the last games. I, I think they're slightly underrated. Yeah, I um, believe you. I you know I think that they're, they have the capability to be very, very top sellers. They have great gameplay, but for some reason, they just don't sell hugely well. Yeah. I think, I'm hoping this one is good enough to whereas maybe that changes. Yeah, I think that's their big uh, punch as far as... Uh, all their entries. Also, Star Ocean. I know for uh, fans of JRPGs, that's going to be another one that they're really excited about. And, oh, there's a roommate going by. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but there's this douchebag that lives in Brandon's neighborhood who literally just, circles. once every 15, 20 minutes, just circles the neighborhood and With rip and roar. Stupid motorcycle, yeah. It's like, wow, what a badass you are in these streets of <laughs> 20 miles per hour. Star Ocean. Uh, also, look for Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah, so that's this kind of a, I guess you could say, spiritual successor to uh, Mega Man. Same team developed Mighty Number no. Nine. It was a, I believe, Kickstarter project. Hmm. Um, but the only problem is, is that has been through a lot of issues because it was promised a long time ago. They raised the money they wanted to raise a long time ago. We still haven't seen anything, yeah. and so people, people are just losing excitement. Finally, I think. I can't remember if they showed a release date, but I think that they're getting to the point where they're really close to releasing it. So finally, we can see if it matches any hype that it's had. But I um, gotta tell you that I don't care. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't really either. Uh, But you know what might interest some people is Agents of Mayhem. Uh, It's again spiritual successor of sorts. Yeah, Uh, takes place in the Saints Row universe, but it's not a Saints Row title. So we'll see how close it compares. It looks fun. It um, does look fun. It, it looks re- like its name. It reminds me, the the characters. So there's three characters that I guess either you can switch between or that you can choose from to play throughout the game. If it's the switch between, that's kind of like in the vein of GTA V. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, which yeah. was a great Yo, concept. Well, obviously. But um, it looks 
the characters look and act like hero shooting characters. They remind me of yeah. somebody that you'd see on Overwatch. Yeah. So it could be good. Let's uh, run down the list real quick of what else uh, Square Enix announced as of this E3. Just Cause um, has some new DLC coming out with mechs. That could be fun. Neat, but I'm certainly not going back to that game because done with it. It was great, but I'm done with it. Um, they mentioned um, some new stuff for Kingdom Hearts. It made a lot of fanboys happy. Um, a lot of fangirls for Kingdom Hearts, too, while <laughs> yeah. we're at it. Um, Dragon Quest Builders, which I've never been a Dragon Quest guy, let alone a, a building game within the same universe. So that doesn't appeal to me as much either. And then um, an indie game called Turning Test. So, I mean, there's some... Square Enix had a couple of big ones and then a lot of little ones, in my opinion. Yeah, it wasn't a huge showing for them, but that's okay. Not every year do you have to. Right. You know, it's it's fun to take a look at year after year who's the heavy hitters and who's just kind of laying back but why force it if you don't have it uh other games that are made some noise uh civilization fans that that, by the way these are not square enix these are just now onto some other games yeah just uh you know throwing darts at a board uh as far as different studios but civilization six was announced that looks really fun i liked civilization i remember the original one playing it back in like grade school back on uh the class computer it'd be nice to play a civilization style game again that's not on a phone or tablet yes that is trying to get you to pay every time you want to upgrade your building or do something like that i want to go back to the original civilization 6 that's all about gameplay not the original civilization 6 the original civilization series you want to go back to it six times yes <laughs> at least that's exactly what i'm saying yeah yes. I, I hear you yeah it looks fun and i know that that has a very loyal following from its players mafia 3 also a 2k game it's that's gonna be awesome it mafia 2 great. was a great game i don't remember the first mafia much but this one mafia looked, 1 was good too both 1 and 2 it was good too yeah <laughs> as, it was as also, good as 2 uh both 1 and 2 great never games. got the praise that they really deserved in my opinion because i think they're great and it tells a great story too they do it, it's you know it is a la godfather the open world yeah but it's fun exactly and number three looks like it's going to be a great game and one of the other ones that got a little bit of buzz, and I don't think it's going to result in anything really as a positive gaming experience, but it's kind of fun to see that the gamer can take control of Jason in the new Friday the 13th. I don't know what platform it's coming out on. It looks almost like it's like a mobile game. It really does. Really? It, it looks pretty clunky. Oh, well, you just buy the clunkiness. And <laughs> it looks pretty clunky. <laughs> it's supposed to be a full game of, as far as i And this seen. is something I've actually heard about for a long time as yep. far as in the development, and I think it's like... But Jason's not really it's relevant not, nowadays. Yeah, I mean, it's I know not a big. Um, it's not a big team working on it. Apparently, the story is that the the team that was working on it was creating a slasher video game, kind of loosely based off of the Friday the Thirteenth series, yeah. where it takes place in a camp and everything. And I think they either paid for or were just given the rights to say, "Hey, well, why don't you just make this a Friday the Thirteenth game?" And so they did. Well, let's see how it does. I wouldn't expect much, but it could be fun for the fans of uh, of Friday the 13th and I might, Jason. I might download it when it's on Games for Gold for free. <laughs> yeah, I might. Maybe. All right, so that's E3 at a glance of the way we saw it. Of course, there was so much more, but I mean, it would take hours upon hours to cover. Well, apparently it took five days to cover. Yeah, so. I was going to say, man, can you imagine all the setup and breakdown that goes into something like oh, that? God, they spent Making sure everything's wired and, you know, the video presentations well, there. When you see those conferences yeah. and you see like, you see the screens they have and the lights and the special effects that they have just for a stage presence, you think, my God, I've, I've never seen anything this 
technical for a stage presence yeah, before. Yeah, pretty crazy. And so, God, how many millions of dollars does all that cost to put together? I yeah. wonder. And the thing, it's kind of like a gift and a curse to me. It's getting popular. It's getting popular like Comic-Con. You can't buy tickets hardly. You have to know somebody. Yeah. You know, you're better off getting a job somewhere and credentialing, trying to get credentials to go cover it. But the th- thing that's really cool to me is as much as it's getting popular, it's good for games in general. You know, we're not just like closet nerds anymore. It's it's part of mainstream, of course, because there's money to be had. And anytime oh, there's yeah. money to be had, there's going to be a spotlight on. But it kind of like bothered me in a way, but didn't that like Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was everywhere. People couldn't wait to get snap pictures with him and yeah. have him do drops like, hey, I'm Jamie Foxx and you're listening to this. Or, But it's just like, but they're there to promote movies. They're not there as gamers. And that kind of bothers me that it's something well, Or maybe it's a mix of both. And maybe that's Perhaps. why it might semi-fit. I don't, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. It, though. It's, it's like a gift you, and a curse. It's you weird. You don't want it to become too commercialized. But, but I mean, it's already happening. At the same time, it's, yeah, it's huge. You know, it's yeah. like push or shove. It's going to happen one way or another. So I went to an E3 uh, a few years ago, uh, 2013. I remember specifically it was when Gears of War Judgment was coming out right because the person that i went with well first of all i should say we volunteered for um GameSpot to do an art installation there and that was what our kind of our ticket in yeah and we had to pay our way and travel but that was our ticket into the show which was totally worth it so Smart. glad we did it while we were there the lines were just so long i remember because the person that i went with was such a gears gearhead that we two or three times waited in line to play Gears of War Judgment for like two hours at a time. Nice. And he was just like, I just, and we'd go, we'd play one match and we'd get out, do some other things and we'd end up back in that line. Man. Yeah. It's so you're saying there's some place in Anaheim besides Disneyland that has really long lines. Yes. I can only imagine what they're like now. Every year it's like becoming a comic con. It's harder and harder to get your tickets. You got to know someone and volunteering is not a bad option. God, look at you doing good for your community. Well, it's back three not years really, ago. It's not like I'm volunteering for charity. No, I'm volunteering for CBS Interactive. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fun talking about E3. Do we have time to get into anything else? Probably not. So we'll get to it next week, hopefully. Next week? Yeah. I promise we will talk about Game of Thrones. And you'll be caught up. Do you want to just wait until 10 then? And then just have a whole... Might as well do a complete series breakdown. That just makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you promise me that you'll delay it only one more week. (laughs) Okay. I promise that... Yes. I can't wait for this week's week's. episode, though. It's Ramsey versus Jon Snow. Oh, they arm wrestling? Yeah, they totally are. Or oil wrestling. Oil arm wrestling. Ah. Yeah, you just oil up your arms. You heard it here first. Brandon's finally going to talk Game of Thrones with me in two weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. yeah. A couple of two weeks. Two to three. Two to three weeks. It's kind of like a delivery date. Uh, yeah. Estimated I mean, arrival four, by... four to five at the most. I'm coming all the way You're from China. testing our friendship by doing that. <laughs> hey, let's get into Shadow of the Synopsis, shall we? Let's see if, all alliteration aside, if we can get back to our winning ways. Yes. Brandon, are our you ready? Our last three have been very unsuccessful. Close as they may be at different points, even right. with the help of a third parties, too. Yeah. So I've got one for you. I hope... You know what this is. I hope so, Because it's a piece of work that's very near and dear to my heart, especially the younger person in me. Okay. You're giving me some no, I'm not. hints from the get-go. No, I'm not. All right. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. Are you ready? Here's your this week's Shadow of the Synopsis. 12-year-old Sean Crenshaw and his best friend Patrick are die-hard monster fans. But when Dracula comes back to life in present-day America and summons his... F- 
brood of monsters like the werewolf, the mummy, swamp thing, and Frankenstein's creature to help him retrieve a powerful amulet that will give them control of the world, Sean and his friend Patrick must band together with other kids like Horace, junior high tough guy Rudy, his kid sister Phoebe, and other unlikely heroes to help them confront the monsters and return control of the world back to earth and i'm looking at you and you look stupefied so the f- my first thought um what? what is that what is that vampire movie with Kiefer sutherland um and the kids oh lost boys lost boys so my first thing, thought is lost boys uh, what you're s- talking about sounds so much more tongue-in-cheek um and more geared towards kids so okay so a couple of kids who are obsessed with monsters get their friends together they band together to stop dracula who's pulling monsters together to take over the world yeah he actually comes alive in modern day america in their hometown no less i wish i can get a hint okay well let's do this let's say i don't know it because like i said lost boys was my only thought but i don't i'm that's not what it is because i don't remember monsters in that at all so let's say i i don't have it but if you were to give me a hint maybe okay one of the kids his name is horace but he was more commonly referred to as Fat Kid. That's rude. Yeah, you know how, like, in The Goonies, for instance, Chunk wasn't his real name, but everyone knew him as Chunk. His real name was Charles, I think, or Chuck, one of the two. One's informal for the other. One of the kids, whose real name is Horace, is Fat Kid. That doesn't do anything for me. And it's set in the 80s. Still, nothing. Would you like me to tell you? Yeah. You know, you're not far off with Lost Boys. Uh, This... I don't think you've actually seen this movie because if you've seen this movie, you would remember. Do you ever remember seeing Monster Squad? Remember Not Kick Wolfman and the Nards? Wolfman doesn't have Nards. And no, then, I don't remember that at all. You know, oh, dude, what are you doing tonight? You. Yep. Well, I mean, after that, <laughs> if you need something to relax with, check out Monster Squad. It's actually on Netflix for streaming right now. You've never seen Monster Squad. No, I've well, never then seen no it. wonder this was a lost year because this one to me, as soon as I said Fat Kid, and your eyes didn't light up any because if you, you would remember yeah. Fat Kid. Okay, well, you've like, got an assignment, my friend. I feel like a, a lost boy with that one. Yeah. And, well, that wasn't necessarily a horrendous guess. I mean, it's in the same vein. It's in the 80s, totally cheesy soundtrack. Bunch of kids. Some humor but, to it. But the problem is, is they didn't, there was no monsters. And so. No, I, they were just strictly vampires. Yeah. All right, well, well shit. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, the cold streak continues, but eventually we'll get hot. Ooh. And I'd like to play for you. Well, we would like to play for you, but I just got to pick it this week. Our awesome quote in geek history, and earlier we alluded to Trey Parker and Matt Stone of South Park Notoriety. This is their movie, Basketball, one of my actually kind of underdog favorite comedies. And this is from the opening scene, and they talk about some of their post-high school hobbies. Let's give a listen. Hey, Skidmark Steve! Hey, dude. Oh, cool. You still just hanging out playing Nintendo? Well, if you must know, I'm in my second year of med school, and I'm training for the summer games. What are you two up to? Just hanging out, playing Nintendo. That's so us, except <laughs> the beer drinking. Aww. Yeah, we're just hanging out playing Nintendo. Well, that, now I'm depressed. Thank you. No problem, cock. And, and we're not playing Nintendo. That's true. Because, but, but we would have been back in that day sure. when the movie was made. Of That's course. like late '90s. Yes. Awesome. We might have moved on to PlayStation by then. Uh, this has been a very video game heavy themed podcast recording. So we'll get into all things geek next week. Or whenever we feel like it, because it's our podcast, not yours. 
Yeah, don't but, tell us what to do. Yeah, but we're going to tell you what to do. Which Get is in, listen. Yeah, which is listen. And find but, us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. We're at randomfandomwbb. And go to our website. Let's go there right now. It's randomfandomcast.com. And... and conjunctions what am i missing what's the last our email bro oh what is that it's oh email it's this thing it's electronic mail random fandom cast at gmail.com connect with us on any of those platforms let us know what you think how we're doing check us out on soundcloud podomatic whatever platform works for you yep me tunes google play google play we're there are you and let us know how we're doing what you like any feedback is welcome we will respond to you at random fandom wbb randomfandomcast at gmail.com and randomfandomcast.com you can check out all our past episodes thanks for checking out this episode thanks for hanging with us thanks for being a fan of our fandom and thanks for being my friend Brandon there's way too much thanks in that but thanks I'm full of thanks I'm thankful aw you're very Thanksgiving today Ah, dude Thanksgiving what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish food (laughs) Thanksgiving food is so good (laughs) I love stuffing I know you do (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying All right, get out of here. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. E3, where all of the nerds go. Ask your mom tomorrow for keys to borrow her car. E3, there's dudes all around. Their B.O. offends you While you stand there in line You'll see The trailer surprise you If you ever get out of line Then you'll have a good time Life is worth living, but only worth living, cause you're at E3.